broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios. This is The Hango Show. Well, I mean, let's be honest, I should be the highlight, so. <laughs> you, yeah, you're a, you're I a mean, the, what, who else could, I mean, wh- what more do you want? I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm looking through the uh, UFO subreddit right now. Uh oh, what do we got? Oh, it's just people seeing planes and saying that it's it's UFOs. Well, that I'm not surprised by. Yeah, it's a red flashing light in the sky. I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking tail light on a plane. Yeah, that happens. Um, what was uh on the Mississippi Reddit? <laughs> Somebody posted a picture or posted a, a question and said, um, how hard is it to grow kudzu? Uh, I think the question should be, how hard is it to kill kudzu? And they said, I'm passing through going back home from my northern state. Yeah, go ahead. And, take some with you. And, and I really love the way it looks. How hard? Yeah, uh-huh. How, I hope you you really like it. How how hard is it to grow it? (laughs) The first comment somebody said, do not take kudzu home with you. Because she said... It's not ivy. She said it would look so pretty in her garden. (laughs) Uh They're like, yeah. Until that is your garden. It'll look look great in your garden, and then your yard, and then your entire house, and then your neighbor's house, and it's never going to stop going. In a week. Yeah. Yeah, in a week. And somebody hit her with a bless your heart. Yeah, <laughs> which which like, means you're retarded, Southern. I, I remember Papa. As soon as any kudzu would get near his yard, he killed it immediately. He He's like, "This stuff grows a foot a day." Like, we're not playing with it. Like, he would kill it immediately. Yeah, it's no joke. That stuff just is so invasive. Yeah, take it with you. Go ahead. Well, take somebody it. said, "I'm pretty sure in some states it's illegal to plant that stuff." Because it's so uh, invasive. Is. So, what's going on, Jay? Well, does it grow in all climates? Well, I mean, it comes from Japan. And Japan has got some pretty cold weather. Well, it depends on where in Japan. I don't know. Sorry. I mean, I, I, I would think it's so resilient. I well, mean, sure it don't matter how hard damn hard, how damn hot or cold or wet or dry it is down here. That shit still grows everywhere. Ugh. So, Tinker, what's up? Hey, Mo Money Man, how are you? <laughs> Doing good. Doing good. What's, what's how, up, Hango? Same old, same old, man. How was the farm today? It was goatlicious. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking at pictures earlier, and I was just. Hango, if we have one of those around here, Hango would be there every week. I would live like, there. Playing with the little animals. I'll tell you what, man. If I could take one of those tiny goats home and they'd never grow, I'd do it. They're like little oh dogs. Oh, my God. Man. You're talking They're about like my dream, man. little dogs that are autistic because they just bounce around and <laughs> run into walls and stuff. <laughs> they, uh... Once a month, we have to have a conversation of we're not getting a goat. <laughs> like, 
I'm telling you, like those little baby goats, man. I'm telling you, they would be awesome pets. Well, they have like the uh, the Nigerian pygmy goats are the ones that we're looking into because Nigerian, even like the pygmy version of the Nigerians, produce a ton of milk, and goat milk is freaking okay. delicious. You make it into uh, soaps really? and stuff too. Yeah. We bought a candle today, and um, it was made out of something natural over there. I, th- I don't know if it was goat milk or not, but yeah. But there's a there's a goat farm here near near us, from the town I'm from, and and they do like their own like soaps and lotions and stuff. I'm gonna uh, see if my if my uh, office wants to do a goat yoga party. They they bring the goat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's not. It's, it. They said it's more fun than it is oh, yoga. Yeah. You know I mean? But that I think that would be bring out everybody's personalities. Well, your, oh, absolutely! Your girls thought they were having a good time. Uh, I mean, my youngest one loves it. She's she wants to have a goat birthday. She oh, like, she's so sweet. You're not stuck. How's in, her uh, arm? <laughs> she's doing okay. She's got her little chiclet bandage. <laughs> it looks like a big roll of chiclets because it's waterproof. But uh, yeah, I saw your I wife posted them uh, putting that on the other day. I'd never seen a a, a waterproof um cast like that before. I didn't even know what to expect, but insurance well, didn't want to pay for it. So we, you know, I mean, they'd only pay for what a regular cast costs, and anything more than that, we had to cover. Which you know, I don't, I didn't care about that because I want the kid to be comfortable. But oh yeah, yeah. Just interesting that insurance would only do the bare minimum, man. Yeah, they're going to pay. They're going to pay you. Money for yeah, they're going to pay. You got to pay premiums, but you're going to get minimums. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, what you need to have Nancy on here talking about. She won't. That's what yeah, she does man. for a living. I hit her up last night, and she's like, "No, nope, not going to do it. No." Nope. So, how's what the happened? weather over in uh, your neck of the woods? It's hot. Is it like beyond hot? Like, well, I saw a picture I posted warning. yesterday. Um, we've had excessive heat warnings every day now for the last like four or five days. Um, like 111, 113. Yep. Wow. Uh, that's well, that's with the heat index but or the heat index. Yesterday yeah. morning, I was gonna get out and try to mow before it just got unbearable, and I went out to mow at 10 o'clock. And the temperature was 83, and the heat index was 98. Yeah. And it was, That's kind of similar to what happened to me last week. I mean, my I had to come inside. I almost passed out because it took oh, me about geez. five hours to do my But uh, my calves were seasoned up because I, I was drinking uh-huh. Pedialyte and everything, but I was starting to my muscles were starting to get messed up, cramping cramp up. up and everything just because it was so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that's but, yesterday. Like I went out there, I knocked out like the, knocked out the South end of the yard and the backyard first. That's like the biggest portion of, of our land are those two yards. And I came in after that and I was already drenched and I you know, drank some water. Then went back up and finished it up. Yeah, that that wore me out first thing yesterday morning. Got a question for you. Do you guys use lime in your grass? Well, I don't do anything on my grass. I do everything I can to kill uh-uh. my grass. 
I just want to get rid of it. That's what I've said. If if I could have a rock yard like they do out west, I'd be totally happy with that. I'm telling you, the Mexican Mexican in me just can't do it. I have to. Have <laughs> <your ass. laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Damn. Oh. Yeah, it's I, like my it's like my inner gardener is on crack. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I go to Home Depot and the Mexican in me is buying stuff. This ends up in the basket. I'm like, how did this end? Seventy nine dollars? What? So, <laughs> oh god! What I is, came here for light bulb. What what does <laughs> lime what does lime do to your grass? Well, this is the cool thing that I found out, and I don't know because I don't. I'm like, uh, I need to read Mexican grass for dummies because I don't know how to take care of my grass very well, even though I try. But we went to uh, last summer, I think it was last summer, yeah, we went to, or maybe it was just last year or sometime, we went to um, a place in in uh, Missouri called Lettington. And if you've never heard of Lettington, <clears throat> it's a lead mine area. It's one of the big, it's the second, it's the, either the biggest or the second biggest mine in the world for lead. There's a network oh, of mines underground, and the one we went to is a historic one that they have um, stopped using. But the what they would do is they would go underground, just like you would mine for anything else, and uh, it would basically it was a whole operation under there. They, all the equipment was lowered down in there, all the stuff was left down there. They didn't bring it back up. It was a train system under there. It's still part of the mine is still active, but this part is is not. But um, they would. Anytime they would take the rock out of the wall or out of the ground, they would send it up to get the lead out. And uh, the byproduct was lime, limestone, all the different rocks. So people do that, and I guess the lime does something to your grass to make it greener, make it grow better, all that kind of stuff. So <clears throat> it was in such abundance that they not only did they make money off of the lead – but they made money off all the byproduct, which was the rock, the lime, all that kind of stuff, which was very, very interesting. Um, and it sounds it's genius. I think, I think it's like Australia or one of those countries in that area that has this the big, the second biggest mine or the the biggest mine. Um, but it was just incredible to see uh, go to the park. It, you know, it's like a it's a national park or not a national park, but a state park. And uh, it was just really interesting to watch the video. Talk to the char player in this tool that you can see around, although you can't see. You still, you still there, Jay? If you can hear me, I can't. Oh, we lost him, and he's gone. Oh God! There he is. Oh, <laughs> can you hear? Me? Yeah, I can hear you Sorry now. I lost yeah. you for a second. I got cocked. I got kicked off or something. But yeah, this this whole operation was cool. They had a little museum in there, and uh, um, you know, I learned about. I didn't know this, even though I'm forty plus years old. I had no idea what a company store was until I went to this mm. mine. Oh, it's uh, depressing. Yeah, and in fact, the, the the reason why they were talking about it is the juxtaposition because this lead mine. Um, or this mining operation over a hundred and something years old um, uh, was the highest paying mining in the United States. Even when people started going out to like uh, silver mines out West and all that kind of stuff, they thought they were going to be doing better, but they're uh, they were treated like crap. They were in okay. crappy conditions. And this lead mine was like 60 degrees all year round. Right. 
Mm. They were make. I think even the miners today make upwards of eighty-five, ninety grand, and this is in a very Ooh. rural area. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, West Virginia. I love stuff like that. West Virginia's whole economy, when it when it when they that's th- history. When they discovered uh, coal in West Virginia and started mining coal there, uh, it was all uh, company store based. So. Every mining company had their own company store, and people got paid in script, which I'm sure you learned about going through that. And it's uh, it's, it's pretty damn sad. You know, a guy would do you know a job where they were supposed to be getting paid like ten bucks an hour, and but they only got like three bucks in company store script. It was, it was a way modern for the slavery, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yep. And it's not much different now if you work for, um, I shouldn't say it's not much different. Big box stores kind of have the same program going on where, of course, they, they pay you a salary, but you usually get a discount card to work, to, to use those big box stores if you're an employee. So you're putting money just right back into the company. But at least they're giving you actual money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you can still go spend it wherever you want. Do you know if that company store, for example, like uh, tangible things like plates, glasses, all those kind of things that you would in your home, do you know if those things hold any value, like uh, it's historical, collectible value or anything like that? I don't, but that would be really interesting to look into. That's a good question. I've never thought about that, but I would think some, yeah. If they, if they had them, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially to the families that, you know, if they had family that worked there. At least locally and, worth something, you know. I'm sure, like yeah. some historic, uh, some like historic societies in those in those towns look for that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, what else did y'all do today? Just go to the go to the goat farm, and then come back home. Yeah, they're they're doing some work on the highway in between the home between our house and that farm, and. It was like herding cats to keep every every car from running into each other. And, I mean, it, I'm like, one thing I can't stand is why are we stopped or slowed down on a highway? And, and I guess I'm just impatient, but a lot of things are people anticipating stuff instead of actual stuff happening. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, holy crap, man. I just never have understood this region's drivers ever. Well, no, it's, Maybe it's everywhere. But. It's everywhere now because nobody pays attention to what's going on on the road. You know what I'm saying? Um, we went today to eat lunch with some friends of ours. And on the way there, people just wanted to go wide-ass open in the right-hand lane. So much so that you couldn't get back over into the right-hand lane. And Tink said, how in the hell do you do this every night? I said, well, I do, I do seventy-eight on the interstate. <laughs> I get out, I get out from around all these people, just so I'm I'm in front of them. That way, they got no chance to wiping me out going on the road. Um, that's what I there told was that damn semi that just would not go into the other lane. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was terrible. It was horrible. Yeah, it was it was bad. But I, I told Mass, I said, if we want to get the education system working again, we need to focus on driver's ed because no one knows how to Amen. drive nowadays. 
Oh. I just saw that, and you know, you know what downtown area we are in? They're opening a new school because the drive the drivers is uh, there are no drivers, and they're doing it right here to make it easy for them to get people from this region that are not able to go to college, probably. You know, into this driving thing. Wait, are you talking about like a uh, semi semi driver? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, they're, they're... that's um. I talked about it when Skull was on here. The biggest problem with stuff like that is that when you start off getting a CDL and driving a semi, you're going to be working over the road. It's just yeah. This is the nature of the beast because guys who have got enough experience and everything, they've been at it long enough. They can get a a local route and be home. If not every weekend, at least on at least every weeknight, you know they, they can find a better gig, and so it leaves all these over the road drivers wide yeah. open, and that's become such an integral. Well, it's always been a big part of our infrastructure, but even now, so many businesses go into this just in time shipping, where you know I remember being a kid and going to the store, and they wouldn't have something my grand, my grandfather or my mom was looking for. And they would say, you got some more in the back? Let me go check. And they go in the back and they, oh, yeah, I found one, you know, or whatever. Or, oh, we don't have any. They'll be here on Tuesday. There's no more stocking in the back anymore with big mm-hmm. box stores. Really? It's all done. Because that costs money. It costs money to keep product even in the back, according to these stores. Wow. So their inventory runs on this new, this, well, it's not a new model. It came from Japan. But they have a model called Just-in-Time. So mm-hmm. when... If I go in and I buy this phone at a store and they scan it for me to buy it, it puts a thing in the system to say, oh, we sold one of those. We need another one. And so it gets thrown on a truck to replace the one I bought. If anything interrupts that, that, that truck getting to that store to re- restock that phone, they're going to be out of, out of that phone. And there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-mm. And see, that's the biggest problem we have. The biggest problem we have with just in time is, if if some if like a catastrophic a catastrophic event actually happened in this country, whether it be, some, I don't know, some kind of huge event that people went into survival mode in the U.S. Do you mean twenty twenty? <laughs> no, I mean like. Like a serious, serious, people always think, oh, we need to get fuel, and we need to get guns, and we need to get bullets. <clears throat> what you need to do is try to get some food. Because what's yeah. in that store on the shelf is all there's going to be. Do you think that dry goods are going to be more and more prevalent versus you're fresh and you're frozen and stuff like that, or... Well, they're already going toward that. Even like with like lab made meat, you know, they're, they're yeah. trying to get rid of you know commercial farms and whatnot. Um, but the big issue is if if some if some kind of big catastrophe happened to stop trucking, forty eight hours. That's all the food they got in a store is to last for forty eight hours. Yeah. That's so it's nerve wracking. Yeah. If, that- if trucks stop, shelves are going to be empty within 48 hours. That's insane. 
And it's just because of that model, that just-in-time model, so you keep inventory down in the back, so everything we have out front is being sold. And, and, and a lot of stores, if something don't sell, something don't, don't pick up, they take it off the shelf and put something else in there. Shelf space to to shelf space to all these big marketing companies are is is so prevalent. It's expensive to buy that shelf space. Very. Did you see how much food was wasted by Amazon? Um, they that that report came out where um, it was just boxes and boxes of food that was just completely wasted, and not and not just wasted like didn't get to the consumer but wasted where nobody used it at all it was just trashed i'm like man it it doesn't seem i don't know what's wrong with our system but say for example hey we can't get this uh out to the customer via mail let's put this in some sort of bin where a charity can come pick this up and disperse this crushed box of whatever or dented thing you know what i mean instead of waste i can't stand waste like that yeah, I'm the same way. Um, some store, I don't like Walmart. Walmart does um, their partnership with Feeding America. And so anything that's bent, dent type stuff, um, or even some of, some, of the, some of the fruit that's close to being too ripe, they pull off, it gets donated to charity. So they've they've got an outlet to move bent and dent stuff or stuff that's almost out of date to a charity. Um, but yeah, I, I saw the, I saw a headline about the Amazon thing. I think it was like a, like 11,000 pounds of, of Ooh. stuff that got wasted. Yeah. Some of that nature. Yeah. yeah it, it's just so upsetting, man. I, I I'm with you. I hate Bezos is too busy trying to get to space. And he got to space. <laughs> yeah. He went no trying to, too. And he did it. Um, in his, Dildo rocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm I'm with you. I hate I hate wasting anything like it. It drives me up the wall just just throw food out that's really good because a lot of that stuff like hamburger helper or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. got an expiration date, but it's not going to expire. It's packaged. I've used it after ex- expiration date. Hell yeah. <laughs> I had a friend that worked in, um, you know, during my college days, she worked at a uh, a chicken place, a local chicken place. It, it was kind of like a KFC, but it was local. I think it was called Grandy's back then. And um, at the end of the night, if they had food left over, the, the people, the homeless people would know that at closing time, they were going to get fed. If there was things left over, they would never waste anything. They would give it all away. Yeah. I think that's the difference between somewhere that's local and corporate. Like local, I think, you know, smaller chains and all that are so much more likely to to contribute back to the community, whereas corporate's just looking at where they're going to get the biggest tax break from. That's true. Hey, and they can probably write off that, that uh, garbage, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's what Walmart used to do. They used to not donate anything. They they wasted it all. Wow. Yeah, there was a girl posted a pitch, posted a video to Reddit uh, probably a couple months ago, and it was her. She worked at a Dunkin' Donuts, and they were mm. at the end of the night. You know, they have to clear all the baskets out and everything, and it was just 
these those long baskets they have behind the counter, and she was just dumping basket after basket after basket of donuts and bagels and all kinds of pastries into a, a big a big bin. They tied it up and throw it away. And that surprises me. I would think Dun- Dunkin' Donuts would, you know, well, that, donate. That could be that could be a franchise decision. That's true. Very true. That's something yeah, I always have to take into to account with stuff like that. Tango, do you think that boils down to an insurance issue where they're afraid to get sued if something went wrong? I honestly don't. I, I really, really don't. I think a lot of it may boil down to if the company, if if they have found a way to write waste off of taxes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's really a litigious thing at all. Okay. Um, I just think that's just the way it is. Well, I mean, there's a, a group of hunters in Louisiana uh, called Hunters for the Homeless. And last, it wasn't last year, it was two or three years ago, they donated, God, I think it was like 3,000 pounds of, oh, wow. of wild game meat, like deer and turkey, alligator, all this stuff. And the state health department came in and confiscated it all. Uh, and Really? And they, not only did they confiscate it, they poured bleach all over it so it couldn't be used by anybody. Oh man! Well, were they afraid of blue tongue or what? No, they were. They were because they hadn't passed an, a USDA inspection. It's all wild oh, game. Probably meat. passed a more rigorous personal inspection <laughs> than a hunter did. Who but, knows what they're looking at? It, it, wow! If it was like now, I would kind of under, we have a big problem right now in our deer population down here. Yeah. With uh, chronic wasting disease. Yeah. Um, and that they, they've. They even did a special hunt last year, trying to trying to pick off some of them that could be could be visually identified as having it. The guys were allowed to kill those. Uh, it is it breaks my heart that guys. I mean, most, most folks who hunt, ninety nine percent of them, they're hunting to put their put meat in their freezer for the rest of the year, right? Yeah. And for those guys to use to use one of their hunting tags to actually give back to the people less fortunate in their area. And then to have some government lackey come in and spoil the whole thing for reasons, it just pisses me off. You know, even if they had just turned the meat back over to them, you know? Yep. That's well, a, that a, somebody on a power trip. When you hit a moose, or usually it's a moose because that's what people hit, um, they'll call out a, uh, a record to come haul it to be processed. Yep. And all that with people who are less fortunate. It goes right to like a place called like Beans Cafe, a place like that. I mean, a yeah. moose, how many people that can feed? I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, I mean, they're not going to let, just because you killed it with a vehicle, they're not going to let that game go to waste because in Alaska, mm-hmm. the thought process is everything is usable. If you waste it, you can be prosecuted. For sure. Especially, I like Especially that somewhere like, yeah. like Alaska where it's so hard well, number one, it's hard to get product up there, and number two, once it gets there, it's super expensive to cover all that shipping cost and everything. Any yeah. kind of anything you can harvest off the land should definitely be used to its fullest extent. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and I mean, it's just uh, when your red tape interferes with human sustainability, that's where I have a problem. I mean, I have a problem with any red tape, but yeah. you know. Oh, you can't give a guy a sleeping bag because, you know, 
the sleeping bag could cause catch fire in the event that it was near a campfire. No, I mean, come on, man. Let the guy be warm. You know what I mean? Well, I agree. Yeah. Like um, anything could catch on fire if it gets near a campfire. So that's just stupid. But like I said, I, I don't think it's so much litigious stuff. I think it's just it's just the government putting their hands where it's not even needed. Not, not even asked for. Nothing. Um, Jay, you you said that y'all had a big announcement coming up at work the other night when you were when I was listening when you were on here with the boys. What did you did you find out anything? So they're doing it in the drip campaign. Um, but what we did find out is well, we got so our one of our top guys did make a somewhat of a formal apology online or on our via email saying that you know the intent the the intent was always positive and um the planning has been active but after all of the planning it, they found that the uh, instead of just being a regional issue it was it was a, a system wide issue network issue within our company so the temporary offset is which i think is a good offset and just you know i'm a leader so i view it a little bit differently because i'm not uh, hourly, I'm salary, but um, anybody who works, and it's for a 12-week period, I believe, anybody who works a Saturday, no matter who they are um, on the retail side, um, gets a $100 bonus every Saturday. Oh, so wow. Oh, wow. 1200 I'd be so, volunteering. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So they know that people are, so our model, theoretically, is six days a week with one full day off. And then if you work on a Saturday, you're supposed to get a half-day comp, comp time during the week, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you work three hours a, three hours on a Saturday, you're supposed to get the equal amount of time off during the week, right? So yeah. most people are pretty lenient about that and have done, okay, you're off at 12 or 1230 or whatever. That's still more than three hours, but it gives you time to get somewhere before they close. You know what I mean? Right. But a lot of our a lot of our teams have not been following that uh, for a long time. They've been giving everybody a full day off, which is not part of our model. And once you give somebody something, regardless of whether it had been temporary or anything like that, people expect that. You know what I yep. mean? And so when you come in and you say, "Hey guys, um, this isn't our model. We shouldn't be doing that because I'm you know I'm with a new team. We should be really following this model." Uh, and these are the re- this is the why behind it. You know, they. I mean, if I was in their position, I'd be butt hurt too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I have a little bit of I have very little sympathy for that because, you know, I I give and although I am salary, I get I I will open to close. I never leave early. Um, you know, so I I don't expect anybody to do anything I'm not willing to do or haven't done. And yeah. I've been the retail world for almost 18 years and I've worked Saturdays for 18 years. You know what I mean? So, um, I understand. I mean, I have a family too. I get it. But, uh, the, hopefully that one incentive and then compounded with whatever the next incentive is. Um, but I did talk to a recruiter. I was at a, I was working at a different office covering for somebody who was on vacation and I talked to, I just happened to talk to this recruiter who's about to retire and he is a recruiter for the finance in the financial world. And he said, it's not just here, man. He said, it's literally nationwide. You cannot yeah. find, nobody wants to work. 
or if they do want to work, they want to work remotely. They do not want to come into an office and be tied down to four walls and tied down. Let's just call it nine to five, even though it's more than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, People do not want to do that, especially generations coming up now. You know what I mean? So I grew up in a four walls, so it doesn't really threaten my um, day-to-day way of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it does for some of these guys, and I and I can see it, man. It is really crippling in the Midwest in this particular area. Um, people are still coming into four walls to do their financial dealings. Yeah. So when it comes to money, you want to do, I think a lot of people do, especially when you're, you know, investment, you want to, you want that face to, you want that conversation to flow, you know? Exactly. Well, I want to see the guy's face that I'm handing my money to. I want to know, Yeah. you know, I don't want to hand it to some ones and zeros on a, on a, which I mean, I bank on my phone. They call my computer. I, I do too, but I also know I have a branch to walk into if I need to. Yeah. Let's talk about this for a second. What recourse, and I and I don't even know the answer to this, what recourse would all of us have if we woke up tomorrow morning, we opened our apps, and there was nothing there? Who would you talk to? Well, be who, who, who would you complain to? How would you, I don't care if you could find the right person, how would you make those zeros come back to life? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> See, she didn't want to think about it. We're trying to figure it out. That's the difference. Oh, God, um, that's scary. Well, I mean, no, because our, it can talk about the supply chain in 48 hours. What, what kind of panic would we have if all of a sudden, because do you, I mean, you don't have to tell me how much, but think about what you have in your pocket right now. I've got three, I literally have $3 in my pocket. I have oh, got, I might have $3 and change in my purse. I've got. Twenty one dollars in cash on me. That that wouldn't last you an hour. Mm. It wouldn't put gas in my tank. What are you talking about? I wouldn't be able to get out of mm. town, you know. And I haven't gone grocery shopping. I I mean I have I have stuff, but uh, you know. Oh yeah, she, I mean Tink does ours on on Sundays. So I mean we're yeah. we're about well, out. I, all... I don't even don't even go in the store. I just do pickup. Yeah, see, she I mean she don't even go in four walls. She, she just. Avoids it. But, it's you know, cheaper. I save money. <laughs> if we woke up tomorrow and we had, and our credit cards for some reason didn't work, we didn't even know. I mean, I, I keep a pretty good ledger, but I haven't done any entries in about a week. I don't even really know yeah. how much money I've got. Well, in that I situation, mean, I, we wouldn't I have do, credit. If not, if I didn't have my app, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but, but in the situation that you gave that, now, are you talking about like our apps just aren't telling us anything, or that the money is actually gone? There is no money, right? See, we'd be at the we'd be at the mercy of the government, yeah, because the bank is all insured by FDIC, FDIC, and so then we have to, we have to wait on the slow wheels of the government to grind to work everything out to get our, get our money but, back. Well, is it that this just kind of a modern version of the stock market crash and when all the banks crashed in the in the what was it late 20s early 30s well that was just would we go back to something like that i mean would it would be worse it'd be more like yeah, the oh, weimar absolutely. it'd be more like the weimar republic in germany where everybody had stacks of money 
but it was useless. It was more, it was monetary wise. You were better off burning it. Yeah. It was kindling. Yeah. And, and that's, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm things like that terrify the shit out of me. <laughs> I know they shouldn't. Um, but I think back to, there was an event back in like the 1800s where it was, this giant solar flare hit mm-hmm. earth. And one thing that really ran on electricity at that point were, were telegraph wires It knocked out a bunch of telegraph wires. But if it hit today, we wouldn't we be would doing be this. Yeah, a car wouldn't crank because it would it would wipe out the battery in your car. Phone would be dead. Computer would be dead. Telephones would be dead. And we'd be we'd be doing smoke signals pretty much. Yeah, you know. And, we'd and even be, if we walked with each other, we wouldn't. I mean, you're you know you're how many hundred miles? You're like what? Yeah, five hundred miles from yeah, me, six seven hundred miles, something like that. Yeah, get to you. You wouldn't be able to get to me. Yeah. I wouldn't even be able to get to my mom probably. Yeah, it's, I could walk mm. two hours, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, if there's an emergency, I would get over. You know what I'm saying? It's like a couple of days, and all the resources run out. Yeah, and I guess that's, it that's, really puts you in the mindset of. How did people live then? You, uh, it was it, it's people figured it out, and I'm sure some people people in the city wouldn't, but you know New York City and all that. But that's that's an interesting concept. What would happen if all our technology reverted back to you know 1850 technology? Well, I could tell you what happened. It would be freaking chaos in, oh, in yeah. big in big cities. It would. Let me, let me yeah. clarify that. In our area, everybody would come together and we would work it out. Yeah. Have and, community huge gardens, where, <laughs> and, and hunts. Men would go out to hunt, yep. and you know it would it would you would figure it out. So people talk shit on the south about how we're backward and this and that, but we still have a very strong sense of community down here. Yeah, um, and 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 we know how to garden, and, and we know how to garden, <laughs> we know how to hunt. We have access to clean water clean natural yeah. water we we know we i mean my, my dad's a freaking carpenter he can he can build a house from pouring the foundation to putting yeah. putting the crown molded in the house you know um there's enough skilled people in our area especially that we could have things back up and running at a late 1800s level yeah in a matter of a week, there'd be enough organization between between the different churches and different groups and everything else that we'd have things under That's, control. Yeah, but even if you don't go to church, you still know your neighbors. Oh, There's yeah. still a sense of community. Yeah. How big are those? Um, you know, when you when you drive in rural areas like I did today, and I made a stupid comment. Now that I'm, we're having this conversation, I told <laughs> my other half, I was like, I could never live out here on a tank. You know, the big propane tanks? that are oh, oh, yeah. Now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, crap. How long could you live off one of those tanks? And if you had everybody that had a tank and you conserved it, it might last a little bit of time. Yeah. We had one growing up, and it might have – and we had – only thing we ran in our house on, on, like, propane or butane, whatever it was, the only thing we ran was our heaters. We didn't have it, like, for the stove or anything like that. 
Um, it, it, we got it filled up at the beginning of the winter and maybe twice during the winter, maybe. And that would, that would last us. Well, if you knew you had to conserve, you'd use a lot less heat. Too. Right. But also, if you had a house that was totally set up on gas for like water heater, for stove, for everything, yeah. it'd be a lot, we'd be using a lot more of it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, well, I mean, you wouldn't, theoretically, you wouldn't have electricity. Right. So you would have to have some way to, to self sustain. Is there, uh, is there enough wood in your area to go around for a year? Two yeah. Years? yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. We live in the middle of the woods is about it, you know, but we live and we have, we have a canal here next to our town that connects. You can get on that canal and you can go anywhere in the world. Cause wow. it, it, it connects through tributaries to, to like the Mississippi river. And once you go to the Mississippi river, all you can go water, anywhere. All water goes to one place. Yep. No, I was talking to a buddy of mine uh, that I grew up with last night. He lives in uh, the boot hill of Missouri. And he uh, lived in Texas for a while, grew up in Florida. And he met a guy that uh, he knew from when we were growing up in this area. And um, and I was just talking to him about, got to talking to him. And anyway, we got to talking about lumber, sawmills, all those type of things, uh, you know, uh, and, I, and we're talking about the price of lumber and the, and the ability to get lumber. And he told me that um, whoever this guy is that he knows is, has a personal um, knowledge about this lumber situation. He said that there is lumber as far as the eye can see out there. What they're doing is they are only allowing trucks to pick up portions of it at a time to control the cost Damn. to, to make it what they want. Cause he said, what happens is, is once you start to get used to a price, they yeah, pay that price. And the, he's like, I want to get this much lumber. The guy's like, now you can only have this X amount of uh, lumber at a time. He said there was lumber as far as the eye could see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a when I worked at a lumber mill here in our town. Actually, um, we had a kiln and everything, and there was. I remember very few times that the yard was low on lumber because I mean, when I in high right after I finished high school, I worked at a at a lumber mill, and we cut like raw lumber. We bring the log in, spin it, debark it, and then cut it into slabs. Where I worked at here in town, we were making, um, we were cutting strips like for hardwood flooring and for cabinet doors and drawers and stuff like that. And we had a kiln there. And that kiln, which they used to, to dry the wood out, was always packed full. So when this lumber situation mm-hmm. hit, I thought it was probably more of a supply chain issue, a logistical issue. Either. The mills were shut down, or they didn't have enough truck drivers, or whatever. I wondered if one point, if the wildfires out west didn't have a a, a factor into it, but now I know. Uh, yeah, it's greed. Yeah, that's when I worked at the one when I got out of high school. Uh, we would sometimes sometimes we would run until 
we cut all the lumber for the night, all, off the yard. They got to a point where we're having pro- pro- we were having problems. Hey, Addison, you fucking nut. Um, we we're having problems getting lumber in because we had a really really wet summer that summer, and they couldn't. They wanted to cut wood from like low line areas. All the low line areas were flooded, and so you know, yeah, y'all, y'all go ahead and laugh at Addison so he can get his attention like a three year old. <laughs> definitely in the tree. What's that? He's definitely into trees. Yeah, he's into some trees, all right. You need to unmute yourself, Addison. I see no point to. You fucking retard. Talk to Addison. You're going to go to hell for smoking that stuff. You know that, right? No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. That's so far down on the list of of things that he's going to hell for. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. You, you've been talking to my ex-girlfriends, I see. <laughs> oh, I just figured. See, we were sitting here having a nice, pleasant conversation, trying to figure out the problems of the world. Addison comes in here. Throwing up. You said to unmute. I was just going to watch. You had to, you had to turn your camera on so we could all see you watch, right? Yeah. With your Michael Scott shit goatee going on. Shave that shit off for the last time. Hold on. There yeah. you go, buddy. Yeah, put, it, put on your scary glasses. Hey, put on your binky. There you go. It protect you from from the evils. If you're smoking the devil's lettuce, mm. I have it on good authority that you're offered a joint at the pearly gates. <laughs> <laughs> now Shit. I know you wouldn't know anything about that, Hango. What with your what with your ancient religion fascination and so That's on. True. But let me tell you, heaven heaven is a great place, and God said every herb bearing seed. Do you consider cocaine an herb? <laughs> well, you know, we'll draw between the lines. <laughs> the ones, the ones we cut out, right? Those lines. <laughs> <laughs> no, one time, okay, one me. time, <laughs> one time, I did a shitload of cocaine, and it was fun, but not really my cup of tea. You know, this is the Hango Show. You don't have to come in here and confess your sins to me. I mean, I'm not a priest or anything. I mean. <laughs> It's true. The only ordained minister on tripod is over on GTST. Well, you're still wrong there. Are you ordained? Yeah, dude, I've done yes. a ton of weddings and stuff. Heck yeah. Yeah. Are you? Nice. I didn't realize that. I'll, I'll wear my collar up here next time. Shit. I know one time we went to one he did, and I was walking around drinking beer out of a can, and someone said, I can't believe that the the preacher's wife is walking around drinking beer out of a can. And then they turned the corner, and I was standing there drinking beer out of a can. They're like, oh, my God, the preacher's preacher's drinking beer out of a can. Sorry, we're kind of lowbrow. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm going to pitch to you what Jay just pitched to us. so we were talking about banking. I like a good pitch. Yeah, we were talking. Oh about, God, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> listen, listen. You want to know about the link between alchemy and finance? I'm the guy to tell you. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Um, <laughs> how to how to turn all your cash into piles of shit? Go, go see Addison. <laughs> That's the alchemy. Uh, no cash to shit. No, go see Chris. That's what they do. <laughs> they they, they uh, put it all in the front lawn. You get several derelict vehicles, and it's just poor Chris. He's not even here to defend Ask himself. What are you smoking today? Uh, this is Lemon Fizz from Morgan County Farms down in the Ozarks. Nice. 
and it set me back a pretty penny, but it is delicious. It tastes like lemon candy. And we're it about sounds to like a girl drink. drink. It sounds like a drink I would order somewhere. I will tell you this. I would pay good money to see you smoke about a quarter gram of this. Oh, oh. And I'm sure Hango would too. <laughs> I'm sure to record it. Let the show begin. That's right. Oh, Jesus. No, I was, uh, on your health kick here, were you eating... Uh, uh, any type of uh, gas station like cheeseburgers or chicken sandwiches or anything like that or hot dogs, anything like that from a gas station? Who, me? Yeah, before you went on your health kick. Uh, oh, my health God, kick. dude. <clears throat> my loves card, if you looked at my my loves card where I swapped it at night, it was like roller dog, roller dog, roller dog, 44-ounce soda. Jesus. <laughs> oh, he's a connoisseur. We would stop a there. A connoisseur? Like, I think, <laughs> look. And you get this, and this is where you get this to put this and this, and... The first time, like, the does he know the secret menu items at Love's? I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the hot dog burger combo. Yeah, I know that one. That my, my local gas station is now selling Delta Eight gummies on the front counter. <laughs> Those sons of bitches. Those sons Straight of bitches. from China. Like, is equivalent to gas station chicken sandwiches? I mean, am I going to get high or am I going to die? <laughs> That's a roll of the dice right there. Um, no, the, uh, the first time we came up to Missouri, the first road trip me and Tink had been on in a while. I mean, it, it had been a while since we've been on one. He plotted it along the course of Love's gas station. I did. So. <laughs> <laughs> Love's is like my second home, man. Uh, they're like my dream sponsor for the show. We love travel, <laughs> travel shops. I kid you not. Cause I believe in Love's. Um, no, but we stop and I go in there. Yeah. I know to go to the fountain drinks because you can get a forty-four ounce fountain drink for a buck seventy-nine, and plus, then you can refill it at any of their loves for a dollar. And so, what a deal! We go in. I go get my my soda. I'm filling it up. I turn around and I see this redheaded woman just wandering around, looking up at the sky like she don't know where she's at. And then she comes up to me, and it's my wife, and she's got a twenty ounce Diet Mountain Dew. For two dollars and seventy nine cents, I'm like, "What the hell are you doing? Go put that shit back and, and get you a fountain drink. We're not paying double the price for twenty ounces." <laughs> and then she's like, oh, "If you were really worried about the price, we would have brought a cooler with the cans in it, like my grandparents used to do." Shoot, I'm beyond that. You telling me soda? You telling me canned soda is better than fountain soda? Are you high? Yes. Oh no. Are yes. you hanging out with Addison? I don't know about it. Fountain Anything. Soda. Crushed fountain, fountain soda is disgusting, man. Oh. If, if you think if you banned, think fountain banned, soda is good, banned from the show, banned. If you think fountain soda is good, I'd love to show you the back room of one of those fountains, so we can poke around a little bit yeah. and see how they're set up yeah. and how the, and how often they're cleaned. Yeah, and you can tell me which one you prefer after that. This is coming straight from Chick Fil A, too. Like the nastiest yeah. restaurants you could ever eat at. I thought Jesus cleaned all that stuff at Chick Fil A. No, yeah. Chick Fil A is like any other no, church. It's, actually, it's just just a front. It's it's a bunch of Mexicans, like usual, like every restaurant. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, come on, let's not beat around the bush. No, Jay proposed this idea earlier about if we opened up our apps one day and there was zero balance, bank, mm-hmm. a credit card. Everything. Just all of it. 
Yeah. What are we going to do? Uh, you asking me? Yeah. We've, we've already answered this question. That's what we'll get your view on it. Oh, um, well, I'd probably smoke some weed. Of course. And then, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then give my boy Matt a call and see what his thoughts were. Oh, Matt's got a bunker <laughs> built into his house. He's hanging out, man. Just him and Forrest yeah. having a good old time. Yeah, right there, in, right there in the dead middle of St. Charles. Right dude. there in the it's, cul-de-sac. I told him that the other day when I was up there. I'm like, dude, it's. I stopped at the gas station up by his house. I'm like, it's a lot worse than a year ago when I was going to these gas stations regularly. Like, <laughs> getting sketchy. I'm sorry. It's and it's not. It's not even. I, I think I said this on the show. It's not even a race thing. Like there was like there were three junkies at the Zumbel Quick Trap. The Zumbel Quick Trap. And I've never seen junkies at that at that quick trip before. Is Zumbel like asking a, for a buck? Is Zumbel like a rough area or something? What's the deal with it? Z- it is now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always I always now, hear you knock on the Walmart and everything. Go ahead, Jay. Brother, say it again, Jay. I said that red line keeps creeping further and further. I'm not kidding. Um, yep. It, uh, and I'm, I was in a convenience store today. It wasn't a quick trip, but uh, our local, like you, like you said, you see your local homeless person when you were driving at night and stopping yeah. or whatever. Our our local homeless person, when my oldest, who's fourteen, says, "Dad, there's our homeless person." <laughs> I didn't even realize it until she was reusing, and I looked at it, a Campbell's, one of those Campbell's microwave soup cups. Yeah. It looked like it had mold in it, and she was reusing it and putting other food in it. Oh, no, 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 no. From the inside of the store. I'm like, Mm -hmm. um, can I just give you 10 bucks to go buy some McDonald's or something? I don't know, but please throw that can of soup away. Yeah, it's, Mm. um, now, when we asked that question earlier, I said, you know, in our area, as backward or redneck, whatever y'all want to call it, we'd come together. There's enough people here that yeah, know to, we know how to grow a garden. We know how to find water, um, build stuff. A, a big, a big, anywhere near a big city like y'all are, that would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to get away. Well, dude, you found that perfect property, all that land and a spring on, on the land and everything else. Dude, that would, that would be awesome. Go I would it. love to have that place. Buy Go buy it. <laughs> yeah. All it takes is money, my friend. That's what the banks are for. Start a commune. Hey, Jay, That's you, you want to get this guy uh, get this guy a loan going? <laughs> hey, Adam, do you have a do you have a propane tank on your property? On mine? Yeah, on your on yeah. a big a rural type large propane tank. Well, that's what that's what we have here at the house. Yeah. But I want to get, we're, but we're in Chesterfield right now. I want to get, I want to get farther out. Okay. My point is, how long if that thing is completely full? How long would that last you if the complete grid was gone? Well, I hate to get utterly scientific, but it would depend on how much we use it. What do you have in your house hooked up on it? Is it, is it just have? water or what? So, so right now, <clears throat> the water is heated by electricity. Actually, so we'd be out of hot water if you know things went to shit. Uh, but the propane tank, 
the propane tank just runs the furnace, which if the grid, if the whole grid was off, we'd be out anyways, because there's no electricity. So really we'd just have to tap straight out of it in order to like run a grill or something if we wanted. Now you can get wood to make fire for a grill. That's not a we'll see, issue. Hango, I worked at summer camp two summers. I can cook on a campfire, so there's a hidden skill. Me and Nancy. Okay. I'm glad you, you see what cook. I'm saying, Hango? You see what I'm saying, Hango? For years they told me, have your wife on the show, have your wife on the show. And I'm like, no, I don't need that fucking headache. Well, but you're dumbass. Oh, 29 episodes in. Let's have my fucking wife on the program. I've had her on here plenty of times. But just, I know. It but, just makes you an idiot. But, but, I don't but got, listen, listen, listen to this. I now know that if everything goes to shit, I'll be able to survive on s'mores because I've married a Girl yeah. Scout. Oh my god, well, I there cook you go. more than s'mores. No, I can really cook on a campfire. What else are you gonna cook? I, I was gonna babe? I was gonna make a joke about eating brownies, but we can move on. Oh shit. <laughs> so what else are you gonna cook me, babe? Besides s'mores. A bottle of Pappies and s'mores. He's good to go. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't mind I don't mind putting money up for some for some good alcohol, but man, Pappies is just that's insane. That's an investment. That's not something you drink. I used to feel oh, the same about uh, Goldschlager. <laughs> Goldschlager. If I if I bought Pappies, it would go right in here, right here in the safe. It would stay that's there. That's the guys that uh, Matt's working with are real hardcore. Yeah, dude, that stuff is. I, I didn't know you, you'd never heard of it before, or you didn't seem like you'd heard of Pappies before. Um, You've never heard of Pappies heist. I've I've heard of it, but I don't. I, I mean, I'm I quit drinking. I gave my life to the Lord, Hango. I done told oh, you that. Shit. I don't care about drinking. I'm talking about do you know the Pappy's heist story? I don't know that now. You gotta you gotta do some research on that. That was some crazy stuff, man. They were not only were they moving Pappies in and out of the of the distillery. Nice. There you go. Nice. But they were taking barrels out of the distillery across the street. And so oh, nice. It's black label, man. <clears throat> and I think it. I think they were into the millions and millions of dollars when it was all over with. Judges, all kinds of people, man. Must you, Hango? I must. Must you. Because apparently if you drink, must. you can't give your life to the Lord. So must just, you must you defile yourself in front of us? I'm just making sure. Go ahead and smoke your weed. I guess I said over. that to somebody the other day. Real, uh, <clears throat> I was a real asshole to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> they were talking about drinking, and uh, they were like, "Well, how do you quit drinking?" I, uh, you know, I think it's getting out of control. <clears throat> and I was like, "Well, drinking is for people that don't know how to smoke their medicine." <laughs> Oh, well, that's the end of your story. That, it was it was that was your zinger. Just that one line. I thought you were going to go into a big diatribe. Just that. I felt like an asshole, though. Go ahead, babe. No, I was just going to say my brother recently got my mother high. So <laughs> I forgot about that. I even told Addison about that. Yes, my dear mother-in-law. Um, she's been having problems with her hip, and they've been trying to get her lined up for a like a total hip replacement. And to help manage manage the pain, 
my wonderful brother-in-law reintroduced her to marijuana. He didn't introduce. He reintroduced. That's what her I just to. said. Open your little ears. Oh, oh, sorry. We okay. Go ahead. Yeah. See, Addison. This, you, this, see, that's why I do a post-production now because uh, I get all these people coming on the show. You gotta, you know. No, I'm gonna leave it in there so everybody can. I can show everybody every, everybody that my wife is always wrong. Women are wrong. Uh, they are. They are habitually. Her, it's, it's she's a, her she's a habitual wronger. Is what she is. He has a tinker's wrong dance, which has oh, never been seen before. Oh, I had, I dance it, well, it. It's probably just his stance by this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, God. So, what did you last? I heard you do have a vagina, and my last experience with the vagina is bad it's, people. It's wrong. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, what was your day like today, Addison? We we we, we went over that. Uh, yep. Uh, I've already drank mine, sir. It's gone. Addison's over showing, a, over showing a full water bottle, like you know he had had any today. Um, this is my this is my second one point five liter. Oh, look at you, almost a three liters. You're a big boy. Your metric your metric measurements. We use freedom gallons here, buddy. So uh, Jay told us that he went to uh, a goat farm today. What did you do? Oh, nice. Uh, I didn't do much of anything today. Basically, just hung out with the kids because uh, my wife was teaching lessons. Oh, typical stoner then. Got you. Didn't do much of nothing. Just sat around. Yeah. Did you watch SpongeBob? It's a Saturday, damn you. Yeah, okay. Actually, if you check your email, you'll know I did one thing. I've, I've, I've been hyping this uh, that fuck, the, the deal I got going on this weekend with free gummies. No, I got you on my spam folder. Don't worry about it. I don't, this will go right to this, oh, this, this go right to spam, right to spam. I don't blame you. That's what I do with most companies. I'm like, you know, fuck you. I bought one time. Get the fuck out of here. But here's the thing, though. Like, you know, I, I've bought stuff from from Ebels and everything multiple times. Um, yeah. But I, like, I never get, I never get uh, emails like, "Oh, your shipment's on the way," or this, or that, or whatever. But Freaking Duluth Trading Company. Oh, my God. You've got to look at this new deal. Yeah. I'm like, I'm on your website every day. You don't have to send me emails every day. I get it. I don't yeah, subscribe to them. There's some that are really bad. Um, who was the other one for me? And it was just like, oh, it was another CBD company uh, or Delta 8 company, rather. And I signed up for their emails just because I wanted to see, like, how often just to kind of get an idea for myself, you know. And these guys, I'm, t- I'm talking fucking multiple times a night. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like if they if they have a sale where they're doing you know buy one get one or whatever it is that they're doing, they will send. They'll be like ten hours left, five hours left. Oh my! Last God. hour, Addison, and these are all fucking emails, bro. I know. I'm like, this is this. I'm surprised you ever get opened. <laughs> yeah. I use this uh, Doctor Squatch soap. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Well, I have my I have a subscription that's like quarterly, and I have it attached to my prepaid card so that if I don't have money on it, you know, I don't get any overdrafts and crap like that because I don't, I don't really pay attention to much of what, when the subscription is. <clears throat> so I get four emails from them. I don't even look at my emails. I look at them every two weeks. <laughs> last one I looked at was, this is our last email to you. Like I'm a scolded child. You don't get to <laughs> your subscription. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude. And they get creative. And I guess that's, I guess that's what like millennials and Gen Z are opening, you know, but, but even, and I'm, I'm in that age group definitely, but like, I'll sit there and compose emails. and I'm like, what, like, what am I going to say? Like anything's a fucking bother. Like, <laughs> now, uh, one of the, one of the companies I get my Boogaloo shirts from, as you put it, of uh, <laughs> is retro rifle. And they make, they do a run of shirts it's first come first serve, and when they're sold out, right, they're gone. They're, they're gone. They'll bring like oh. really popular ones back, just like every once in a while for a limited run. Um, but I get emails from them. They'll give a like a week out from their new release. They'll send an email, you know, coming in seven days, right. and then I get a two minute warning or a two hour warning email from them. It's going live in two hours, and I get one when it goes live. Otherwise, they never send me shit, and I love that. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, they give pertinent information with their emails, and that's all. No other bullshit. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Plus, I believe the whole thing's a fucking matrix, anyways, and I hate working Sh- for it. No, not so. on my show. Do that shit on your show. We don't do it on my show. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Came in here with too with too much truth. Matrix. Unbelievable. I, I am like the new Alex Jones, getting fucking censored by you. This butt is for you, Alex. It's your own drink. Dude. This is my second one, and I don't drink very often during the week. So whatever you're doing over there doesn't doesn't match this because I'm getting a little lit right now. <laughs> that's that's like the ultimate boomer comeback like look i don't drink much and i am on my second beer young man (laughs) oh have any of y'all ever tried white claw before that's that's what oh go fuck yourself i'm asking i'm serious have you ever you ever heard it before it's a Mm -hmm. uh i've i've taken a sip yeah okay it's it's just like lightning from satan's anus (laughs) (laughs) Why did you give up the drink? Was that Jay? I said I asked Addison why he gave up the drink. Why? Uh, I don't know. Just every time I drink, I want to do shit I shouldn't do. It's calcifying okay, his yeah. pineal gland. Yeah. Well, that. Bro, don't he, listen, listen. You don't want me to get started, Hango. You better not throw the fucking line out here because I'll take your bait and you know it. Okay. Well, this is more real man, real mess. From a network executive, <laughs> reel it in, young man. Okay, the board has called you in. Yeah, I know. Right, no, I, I've never, I never tried that stuff because I, I, I was duped. Uh, this company called Bubbly came out with like some seltzer water. They had supposed to have like like fruit flavored seltzer water. I'm like, oh, that, and one of their flavors was grapefruit, and I love anything grapefruit flavored. Love it. Mm. I typically do too. And so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get some Miss Bubbling." I got Tink to get on Amazon, and she ordered me like a sample pack. It's like a 12 pack with two of each flavor in it. It came in. Right. I took a sip of it. I drank. It tastes like like I was drinking Alcazar Plus with just like a a little fart of grapefruit at the very end of it. I'm like, oh, this flavor. is this is yeah. the worst shit I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And so I thought. I thought that this white claw stuff was going to taste like that. Well, you know, actually, quick sidebar: one of my wife's students, and this is—I mean, it's my wife, so it, it could be a lie, but very true. Uh, one one of her students 
um, was only drinking, what's that other one? LaCroix. Mm. Was Ooh. basically only drinking LaCroix. And th- and thinking that they're getting hydrated by drinking this delicious, yeah, that but work. slightly fa- flavored. <laughs> right, right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. The kid fucking got sick. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. He kept, like, fucking puking and shit like this. They went to the hospital, and they're like, it, it seems like you're really fucking dehydrated, and there's also, like, a real acid problem with, like, your fucking guts. And, and, and uh, he was like, oh... And he told them that, and they were like, that's the problem. Yeah, cut that shit out. <laughs> oh, Addison, you need to try. Yeah, point um, being, that shit does not hydrate. It's not good for you. And, yeah, it tastes like assholes. One of the girls I work with asked this about White Claw of the Night. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't care anything about that hard seltzer. She's like, no, wait. she was, you remember the clearly uh, Canadian drinks from back in the 90s? And I'm like, yeah. She was, it tasted like, it tastes like those. I'm like, yes. I don't oh, think it does. Well, maybe I might be into this then. <laughs> oh, the peach clearly Canadian man or berry or man. Oh my god, I could drink the crap out of those. Oh, I know All I right. could. Addison, this is what we, you need from water cast right here. My parents used to buy the shit out of them when I was a kid, and uh, yeah, they they were pretty tasty. This is what you need for water cast, Addison. Uh, this is a Walmart. What's this? It's, it's called Clear American. It's, it's a Walmart brand. Okay, and they have different flavors. This is their lemonade. I th- it's like Are a you flavored sure we water. haven't had one of these? I don't think I don't know if you have or not. Clear American. I don't really recognize it, but we've had a couple of Walmart and like other lower brands. <laughs> this one, this the, the classic lemonade is a shot of rum away from being a cocktail. It's really really good. Um, nice. They also have a peach nectar that is f- fantastic. Um, nice. Yeah, if you're if you want some flavored water. Clear American is really good. Paid for by the Walton family. Um, <laughs> I got I got the check in this week. I had to plug something from Walmart. Uh, so <laughs> I'm a corporate shill now. Um, Not on my watch. No, so you didn't do anything. They just just wrangled the kids. Yeah, yeah. Basically, just hung out. Was a dad. Uh, yeah, and, and promoted. Did a couple emails for the business. So, how did it feel to be a dad for the first time? <laughs> oh. Thank <laughs> you. are such an asshole. I know. That's that's why I have this show. Uh, no, dude, it, it really sucks because like I was talking to Matt about this the other day. Like fatherhood is the only thing that I can look at in my life and be like, wow, you're really excelling there. But are you? <laughs> and remember was sticky and one time. What was that, Jay? I said, and just remember that contribution was sticky in one time. Oh me! <laughs> we know he's had sex twice. He has two kids, right? Yeah. So we're just waiting. I it think he's waiting for the, the two for one special. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but really, like, I mean that that is the thing that I put like the most time into. Strangely enough, yeah, is I, being a dad. You should. I agree. I know I should, but. I also need money. Well, <laughs> sell your kids. Been, That's a good I've idea. I've been promoting the site, bro. I mean, I talked to everybody about it. Say it again, Jay. What? Say it again. I've been promoting your site. I talked to everybody about it. That that stuff has really helped my helped me out a lot. Oh, no kidding! Nice, that man. That full spectrum, man. It's I, it's super calm. I take like two or three dropfuls, man, and I'm like, 
my back does not bother me at all. That's amazing, man. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, I, I tried. I mean, that's the dream to have to have a shitload more people be able to say that. <laughs> if you want to know, well, but. It, you know, I got diagnosed with shingles this past week. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. So, unbeknownst to me, shingles, your breakout of shingles is along your your along a nervous a nerve line. Yeah, that's my understanding. Okay. Yeah. Well, last weekend when I was the weekend before last when I was off. I was like, man, you know, I've always had like issues like with the middle of my back, you know, the area. Right. I was like, I'm hurting like in my back, and it's like radiating like around here, like 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 underneath my left tit, up like right. on my chest, you know. And so I'm like, I'm gonna get some of that freeze gel, and just lube it up. So I went from my back, right. you know, around to the front, middle of my chest, underneath my tit, the whole deal. Well, then. <laughs> Work week started like on Thursday or on Wednesday night. I told Tink, I'm like, look at this. And I had like this big like rash in the middle of my, my chest. Right. Well, like Sunday that that weekend, I went or Friday, I went out on a pretty long motorcycle ride and I was sweaty as shit when I got back. And I had fucked around in the garage and everything. I had on like a sweaty T-shirt when I got back. I was like, I bet I got a little bit of ringworm or something. That's probably what it is. Halfway through the week, I'm like. I wonder if I got ringworm from that freeze gel. Did Addison send me a biological weapon? And I've smeared ringworm all over my body. buddy, I know you're not 33rd degree. We're not mortal enemies yet. You're just on my radar. Come on. And so I started using like this this athlete's foot cream like on that rash. It's a fungus. It'll clear it up. You know, it'll be okay. Sunday night, I'm at work. I'm like, my chest is on fire. What in the hell is going on? Unbutton right. my shirt, and there's blisters. I'm like, oh, that's not ringworm. <laughs> and so I get my phone out. I'm like, what does shingles look like? And pull up a picture, and it's like, oh, that's my chest. Yep, that's, that's I got shingles. <laughs> so, yeah, for a minute, I thought I thought that you had uh, contaminated your freeze gel with with, no. with fungus, and it sent it to me. No, <laughs> of course not. No, sir. I would never do that. <laughs> And, and 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 the manufacturing process is a closed process. Well, I started to say I'm, I would never think that ever, but I know you hate my guts, and uh, you're trying to find a way. Just, I don't just, hate you. <laughs> Look, buddy. I, let, let's be honest. Let's let's break it down here, brass tacks. Okay, the way that Matt lives and the way that he works, he's going to die one day. So this is why I brought you to the network. <laughs> Your plan B. <laughs> exactly. Well, I've got an exit strategy here, and all I got to do is pop in on this show, baked as shit once in a while. Like I, I, I really like. I'm I'm kind of a mastermind. If we're being, he's he's a puppet master. Yeah, he's pulling yeah, exactly. all the strings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I know you got that fancy ring, but I do have Jesus, man. Like, no, he's no slouch himself. I'm just. <laughs> but does Jesus give you a uh, decoder ring like I, like I got? You know, we don't have to get into decoding Jesus right now, buddy. I've been reading. <laughs> Trust me, there there are multiple interpretations of a lot of things. All right. Oh man, get that rum out of my I'll way. I'll tell you one thing. 
that's really starting to show our age. I went out to dinner with Nancy last night, and she dropped me off, and Hango went out to the car to talk to her, and they traded shingle stories. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she had it a few years back, I think. Like it's like seven o'clock. I'm here. I'm ready to go to bed. And they're talking about shingles in the. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like in my pajamas already, and and she's yeah. like, "You poor fella." I'm like, "Yeah, where did you get shingles at?" Oh, mine. Here's mine. My shingles, you know. So yeah, we're we're at that age now. We're comparing our ailments. I don't want to be offensive, but I I do feel like uh, the locale had something to do with it as well, and we can just leave it at that. On, on my chest. <laughs> No, I'm talking about uh, your locale in the country. Yes. What's what's wrong with being from down here, man? Nothing. And far be it for me to say that. It's not what I said. Uh, I'm just saying, as I listen to that story, I feel like, like, you know. I'm sorry I don't live in the metropolitan area of, you know, St. Charles, Missouri. Uh, I'm in Chesterfield now. My friend, I have moved up in the world. Which are you in St. Louis Although County this now? Is the county that's trying to pull the fucking communists. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just you're... well, dude. The day the day after they said it was coming out before Monday before the Monday when it was like technically in place, Chesterfield had already issued it or issued a statement and said we don't enforce it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, no, thank God. Like we're just yeah. you know we're all right and, and right next door. Well, what are they doing My to enforce it? Are they doing? You're vaccinated, man. Wait, say it again. What's that? I said my 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 whole company is enforcing it, even if you're fully vaccinated. Wow, unbelievable! Yeah. Or no matter where you're at, or no matter what county it is, got to wear a mask. I know the, the Mercy Hospital system up there is requiring it for all of their. Yeah, um, I don't think they, I don't think they ever have not. I, I think they've I think they've been you know hospitals and all that shit. They've been doing it this entire fucking time. And and a shitload of twerking on on TikTok, but that's another matter. No, I can't, I can't. I've never. Well, under, I, well no, I was talking about agreement that with them. Yeah. Oh I'm yeah. An agreement, like if you're around sick people, wear a mask. But if you're fully vaccinated, you're around normal people. You don't need a mask, man. My company relaxed the mask thing for people who uh, have been vaccinated, and they didn't ask for any kind of documentation. It was a, it was totally. Well, if you if you came in and said I've been vaccinated, you didn't have to wear a mask in in, in the building anymore. Um, but we still have to. Of course, we have still have to wear it to the hospitals, which I got yeah. no, I got no which problem with yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. because I'm in a hospital full of people with COVID. Um, but like most people, most places around here haven't really enforced any kind of mask thing in a, oh, God, in a while. In a good while. Uh, were were our servers wearing masks today when we went out for lunch? I don't think they no, were. God no. In that restaurant, there wasn't anybody. No. And they actually served beer yeah, in a, in a pot glass. Here. So it's it's about it's about eighty twenty masked and not now in the in the stores and stuff. And they all scowl at you like they're like they're like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm like naked face, motherfucker. Like I said, if if you want to wear a mask, that's what makes you feel feel good. Yeah, wear a mask. I don't give a shit. Uh, wear a ski mask. That's what I say. Uh, if you're gonna <laughs> oh wear a mask, God. do some crime while you're at it. Shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
Only time I ever wear one now is when I'm going into a hospital. That's really it. And none of us, none of us are going to be wearing a mask appropriately to to control the virus, anyway. So what's the point? I mean, if it's a yeah. virus situation, I don't care. I've never worn a mask correctly because I don't know how the hell to wear one correctly. I mean, I can't breathe, so I'm going to have a heart attack or a stroke. Easy, and, George Floyd. Hey, hey. Easy. So, I, mean, I'm not, I don't. I don't agree in wearing a mask all the time anyway. But when I when my kid broke her arm and I went to the doctor to the hospital, first thing I asked for was a mask because I'm not trying yeah. to get everybody's. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was my biggest. Comp- we have one hospital that I service, um, and they treat that hospital like it's Fort Knox. Like you can't go into anywhere without signing in or giving a sperm sample. Or no. Is this the one that? It's the place that means you I both hate. hate. Yes. The, location? the whole the whole city. Okay. Yeah, it needs to be burned to the ground. Um. <laughs> so when I go in there at night, I have to go to the emergency room to make my deliveries to, to get access back to the rest of the hospital. At one point, I waited twenty minutes one night to get out of the ER into the hallways to deliver my stuff, and I'm like, and people are sitting there. Coughing, hacking, sneezing. It was right at the height of the whole of the whole deal in our area. And I'm like, God, I even told my boss the next day. I sent her an email when I got back to work. I'm like, I'm not going to sit there in the ER all damn night trying to deliver stuff around people who are potentially infected. You know, and she's like, I'll take care of it. Ever since then, I walk in there, sign my name. I go over to the security door, knock, they give me a key to go back. I mean, it's in and out now. But at one time, I was sitting there 15, 20 minutes sometimes trying to get back in the back. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not sitting there running, running these people. I don't, care, I don't care if it's COVID or the flu, stomach virus. I want out of the ER. I don't want to be around those people. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. So, I mean, I, you know, I, you can you know, take whatever take you have on COVID, but I don't. I don't need to be getting some elderly person sick. I don't know what I'm carrying. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, so in a hospital, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I don't care from now to eternity. I wear a mask in a hospital, oh, yeah. but in regular society outside, I mean, I, I literally saw somebody sitting on their porch, their own porch with a mask on. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> hundred degrees out here. Oh, you're God. on your own porch. Why do you have a mask on? It doesn't and and what drives me insane is the people that wear their mask on their chin. Uh, Why do you yeah. have the mask on on your chin? That's asinine. Because, because they realize it's bullshit, but want it there in case they need to comply. Gee, Chris, the best one I saw was. Own, go ahead. I said at their own house. Uh, <laughs> uh, last summer. There's a road, like an, an old road, that runs between our town and the town I grew up in. And it's super curvy, and it goes down along along this long canal that connects these two rivers together. And uh, I like taking my bike out there because you can hit the curves, and you know it's, it's a lot of fun. And last year I went up that road until it ended. The train was coming back, and there was a person in their front yard. This is during the summer, by the way in their front yard on their lawn, riding lawnmower wearing a mask. And it wasn't a mask like you'd wear for doing outdoor outdoor work, like a like you know, like a gardening mask. No. This was a 
medical masks they were wearing on their face mowing their yard. It's 100 degrees outside. I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? Are you afraid the mosquitoes are going to give you COVID? What's your problem? You're afraid to get coughed on by some kind of bug? You're outside. Breathe the fresh air. Sounds like they have a cognitive disability. <laughs> so. I, I think that we're in a, I think we're in a, the next phase. Let's put it that way. Addison, I mean, I'm sure that this wouldn't surprise you, but I have a conspiracy theory on this next phase. And uh, I really think that they're going to start figuring out, I don't know how they're going to do it with satellite positioning or whatever, but they're going to figure out based on uh, your whoever's talking about stuff online and whatever medium it is, they will track you and global position you and then uh, if you have if you have a dissent opinion on it, you're going to get turned off, whatever that means. And um, you, let's just say you get fired, you get your bank account goes to zero. Your uh, somehow the FBI shows up at your door, whatever it is. I mean, it's. I mean, this is to me more political now with this variant because what does variant mean? I mean, there's the variant. Oh, variant could be anything, right? It could. It could. Yeah. What is variant? I have no idea what variant means. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it's it's they're they're adding layers upon layers on that side of things. Like you just noted about variant, like they're adding layers upon layers of pseudoscience. I mean, they really are. And it it it. If I got to be honest. It looks like it kind of comes like directly from Pfizer's mouth because I mean, they're, they're just talking about like a third one and now they're working on an oral medication that you can take if you've had Pfizer that will help. Like, I mean, people were, people were twerking on TikTok singing about Pfizer about the shot. What do you think they're going to do when they can show themselves taking a shot of Pfizer? Like these, these guys, these guys really got their balls on the fucking world. <laughs> it seems like, you know, or or them and their fucking homies, and it's uh, yeah, it's 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 not looking good. Well, it's what what Jay just described is pretty much social credit, which China has already yeah. initiated. You yep. know, yep. um, and it's gonna go. I think every major city in China runs on it now, yeah. and they actually use facial recognition with. Things like like mask wearing and social distancing, so the cameras can see you on a Chinese street corner, and if you're not social distancing with somebody else because they can see facial recognition, then you'll get deducted points and you'll have less to be able to spend. Jay, I know or less freedoms or whatever. Jay, I know you're in the, into mixed martial arts and whatnot. Do you remember the guy who was outing all the fake mar- martial artists over in China? Did you ever hear that no, story? heard about that i'll see i can't remember the guy's name i think his nickname was mad dog but i think i remember seeing something about it yeah he was this chinese dude and he practiced mixed martial arts and uh china had a big problem with him because he was calling out all these tai chi guys telling them they were full of shit saying that they could produce entered the energy balls and do all this kind of stuff and whatnot and uh he would would sign up for these fights with these Tai Chi and Kung Fu guys and just beat the ever-loving shit out of them live on TV. I mean, just punch them in the fucking mouth. And these guys would be, you know, these 80-year-old guys saying that they're going to be able to defeat this fit 30-year-old 
and he would just bloody noses. And of course, <laughs> every fight was either considered a draw or he cheated somehow. And so the other person who was endorsed by the Chinese government won. Right. And he was he had he had going to do this big fight with like some some big master of some kind or another, and he had lost so much social credit. He wasn't able to have a driver's license anymore. He couldn't fly to the yeah. match. So he had to take like 80 hours of trains to get to this yeah. match. So he wasn't able wow. to, he wasn't able to eat, eat his, his food for his nutrition to get ready for the fight. Couldn't hardly sleep because his social credit was so, so low. He's pretty much standing in this train for these trains for 80 hours. He couldn't even sit down because he, he couldn't afford a seat. He got to the fight and still beat the guy's ass. And they called it a draw. Right. The, the Chinese government yeah. shut down his dojo, his, 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 his training center, whatever it was. Um, I'll have to send you the video of it because it's number one. It shows you what China's all about, about controlling right. controlling the populace, controlling the narrative of of what the state says it needs to be done. And well, number, so, yeah, the state is the final law. Like they they have a 1984 system, right? Where it's it's just complete. It's it's whatever the state says goes, and if you don't like it you're going to have more and more increasing problems. And then eventually, yeah, you'll be canceled, you know, personally. <laughs> I'm ignorant. I'm kind of ignorant to the Chinese process of government is, uh, is it familial or is it, uh, how do, how do you come to power? What is the succession of power? You gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be selected by the party. Elected? It's, it's all, it's all selected by the, by the communist party. Whoever is at the tippy top right now, it's Pooh Bear, and I'm, I'm not even going to say his real name because he is—he looks like Pooh Bear, um, Ping or whatever his name is. Um, Xi Jinping. Yeah, he's—he's uh, he's pretty much. Um, yeah, the final authority. He's the, the the chairman for life. Yep, they've passed so laws to to make him. What's that? Life. It's for his life, and then then what happens? The next guy Who, is whoever elected, the, or. Whoever the Chinese Communist Party endorses, they will win the "quote unquote" election. Right. I I think that there is a, a war being waged on China right now, hardcore. Like the 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 unseasonable rains that they've had and what it's doing to their dams and their infrastructure. Like multiple multiple huge cities in China are have already some of them have already experienced flooding and it's looking like a bunch more are going to and so somebody's waging war on china right now well i'll tell you this <laughs> and i don't think it's the united states i think we can i think the world pretty much in general is tired of china shit i think they are really tired of china's bullshit because even at the olympics when they were yeah. announcing the countries they didn't call taiwan chinese taipei they called them Taiwan, right? And that's that's some big wavos to, right. to, to defy the you know because everybody wants to be in in China's good graces, you know, to get whatever well, China, whatever they need. China China is extremely weak right now. They're extremely weak, and it it really looks like over the last several years, not even including COVID and whatever else. But it really looks like Xi has people inside that are working to 
oust him and undermine him and 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 cut his nuts off whenever they you know at every turn and so he's had that and now he's got covid and now he's got like i said i i really truly do believe somebody is waging a, a pretty heavy war on china right now that they that just can't be done with bombs or what have you because it's it's I mean, they're, they're, if their food supply gets hit, like if the Three Gorges Dam actually breaks it and their food supply gets hit, like that is not only that, – that's such a massive loss of casualty as well as – and because of the starvation and all this other stuff and, the, and all this stuff that it's going to flood out, like it's – it is going to get real bad if that happens. Yeah. You know? Now, what I was so, talking about that guy a minute ago, like I said, number one, it shows you how – fucked up the Chinese credit credit system is. And number two, it shows you, it shows you the resilience of somebody, somebody who just doesn't give a shit about, no matter if it is one of the world's biggest superpowers, he's beating them back by himself. Right. I mean, the nuts, on, the nuts on a guy who can say, fuck you. <laughs> I don't believe to the CCP. Yeah. Your lies about your magical martial arts. It's not true. And I'm going to go, Break this eighty-year-old guy's jaw for saying it is. You know, it's it was. I mean, I have the I have so much respect for a guy like that who who right. won't stand for the lies, no matter if it's going to cost him his life or his give his his family hardships. He's doing what's right in his eyes. Now, see, then why do you roll roll your eyes when I say that space is fake and gay? Because it's not. Well, you can't claim that space is fake and gay if you're claiming that somebody is controlling the weather patterns above China. No, it's selective science. space to do that. Come on, that, Jay, that's it's all selective science. Of the ionosphere. Yeah. The ionosphere. It is. On the dome? Is what you're talking about? No, the ionosphere, the charged particles that literally hold back deep space. Like, are you shooting me right now? <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, come on. Say it again. That's that's. I said I only have a fifth grade education. Come on, man. <laughs> we uh, we uh, no, we bounce radio signals off of the ionosphere. Like that's not. Are you disputing that there's an ionosphere, Hango? Is no, that what we're? I'm disputing the, the fact that we live on a globe and not a plate. We might be on a plate. There's evidence for both. There's really not. There's, there's evidence for one. Explainable. <laughs> Yeah, like, how did you get married? I mean, how did you wrangle your wife? That's what explainable. Show me a picture of the globe that's not CGI. What are you talking about? It took pictures from the Show moon. Show me a picture. It's like no, the but most, you can't see the globe. And they've and they, you can't see the globe at all. You can't see a sphere from all sides if you're holding it in front of you. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Or you have four D eyes or something? Oh, you have four D eyes like Donald Trump plays four D chess. You don't, <laughs> dude. Well, shit. To listen to Q by the end of his administration, it was a lot more than four Ds. God damn, nigga was up to like eighteen D chess according to these people, and it's like, oh, he's beaming it down from the starships, and him and Mike Lindell are gonna fucking you know prove to the whole country that Epstein is you know a horrible person. We're going to make the world's biggest fellow in Mexico's Mexico right. going to pay for it. I, bought, I mean, I what level of fantasy do you want to get to? Is all it? Go ahead, Jay. I bought, 
one of those pillows, and I said, "Oh, this is the best pillow you're ever gonna have." She's like, "What kind of hell? What kind of pillow is this? What the hell is this? I don't like this." She's like, "Get rid of this pillow." I'm like, "No, it's the best pillow you're ever gonna have." She's like, "I cannot get this pillow to do what I wanted to do. Get rid of it." <laughs> I wanted to lay flat. It keeps rolling up on me. I mean, so I don't know about this guy's pillow work, but man, he is off the deep end. Yeah, he's on his. crazy. I don't know what's going on with that guy. He lost me a long time he's, ago. He's very clearly, I was thinking about this today, actually, because I, I read an article from the Atlantic from like two days ago where they basically, you know, and it, it I mean, the article had just such a fucking, you know, New York liberal air to it that it really pissed me off. But their point was, I guess this op-ed or contributing whatever uh, went to lunch with them you know, for an interview and they just, they just basically like berated him as a result, um, which is fine. But the point of the article was the Atlantic is basically saying that he's ruining the democracy <laughs> with his lies. Yeah, I know. I know. And well, and so this, this is why I even clicked on the article because I was in a telegram channel and the, and the, the, the comment on the thing was, if your democracy can be ruined by this guy, then maybe it deserves to be. And I was like, hold on, what the fuck's up right now? And then, then I read this op-ed where they're like, he's, he's threatening democracy and like all this stuff, like, you know, to this shrine of the state, which really pisses me off. I really don't care what the guy has to say or what he believes. He can believe what he wants, you know, but it's like this, he's, he's very definitely playing a role and he's up there for a reason. And I think, I think something's going to happen to him. Uh, a la January sixth, and and or in that same vein, that that kind of thing where you can just hold it up as a poster and say, "This is why we have to X, Y, and Z for these evil conservatives." Yeah. I really do believe that I, at this point. I really do. That's that's my impression of like <laughs> Mr. Lindell. Yeah, I, I think so, a lot of the. I mean, I think you know. And I notice I didn't comment on whether whatever he claims to have is real or fake or whatever, because <laughs> well, I mean, who knows? It's everything now. Um, everybody gets put on either a good guy or a bad guy. And it's, how, yeah. it's however, whatever media spins it that way. Um, and it's gotten to the point, which, I mean, Trump cashed in on it. The media thinks I'm bad, so I must be good, wink, wink. You know, right? Um, Which is just a different load of bullshit from a different angle. Yeah, because he's, he's a flaming New York liberal <laughs> who who played to to a to who played to a to a base that really didn't have any representation. The the retard Republican right. uh, that that believes that he's all powerful um, and he's not um, right. The, the retarded Republican had had a good base in a while since probably since Bush Jr. because uh, he was kind of the mascot for the retarded Republican. Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that all Republicans are retarded. Uh, there are some very, right. very, oh, sure. very yeah. smart people on the right because there's retarded liberals too, and there's a lot of smart, right. very, very smart liberals. Mesa, love her to death, very smart, but we're about three steps away from each other politically, and I respect that. Because she sees the world through her lens, um, and I see the world through my lens, which is everything should be deregulated. Everything should be deregulated. Oh. Should be deregulated. What'd you say? 
I said deeply flawed. No, oh, no you're wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. Again. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, any politician now is going to have to find their own retarded base to play to and hope, <laughs> hope that they can sell that enough to pull votes. I mean, we all, I mean, well, luckily enough, enough people got all these vaccines. We won't have to look very hard for retards very soon. <laughs> I don't think. Um, this whole last election was nothing but a vote against Trump. Right. Uh, the Democrats could have put, I don't know, a midget on stilts up there in a, in a, in a, in a jacket, you know, and said he was a, d- a Democrat. And, and they, they right. were, nothing against midgets. I love midgets. They're, they're fantastic. They're, I love like holding, great people. Yeah, very tossable. One under each arm. I'd rest, walk around town with a midget underneath each arm. You know, I would I would do it. Um, but Democrats could have put Satan himself up there with right. a sign saying, "I'm literally Satan," and he would have beat Trump, right? <laughs> because yeah. people were that fucking fed up with him. They were sick of all the bullshit. Um, I was sick of all the bullshit. Uh, I was sick of seeing his face on everything and everything being his fault and everything, you know, everything, yeah. everything being part of the plan, you know, right. Where, where we one go, we all go, whatever their fucking motto was for, for the Q-tards. Yeah. Um, and there's a difference between Q-tards so what you, so and what retards. You got right now you got, you got, what are the odds he comes back in August? What do you think? Next to none. Next to none. Okay. If he does, it'll be as an independent, because because the retarded Republican, not the retarded Republican, the smart Republicans are saying that he almost ruined the whole fucking party. Okay. Okay. But what if he forces it? How's he going to force it? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if, what if, what if Lindell is 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 full of shit? But you know, there is there is massive massive overturn of election results and so on and so forth. It's not going to happen. Like he just forces it. It's like it's not going to. It's flat out not going to happen. Okay, let me tell you a story, Addison. <laughs> Your vote doesn't matter. If voting mattered yeah. at all, you wouldn't be allowed well, to do obvious. it. That's obvious. You know, I'm just talking about the next step in political theater, my friend. I'm not. <laughs> none of it means anything. Smoke another one. Let's <laughs> rip them. Um, no, I don't think he's going to force anything. I think it's all just a ploy to get more money, which he's a, a charlatan. He has been his entire life. Um, he spends all of his money on, on, uh, washed up porn stars and spray tans. So, uh, <laughs> you know, and he, whatever he's feeding Baron to make him grow to seven foot 10. I mean, Jesus Christ, the biggest fucking child I've ever seen in my life. I bet he walked out of the womb. He is. You think he's, you think he's a Nephilim? Oh, fingers crossed, man. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Hey, you saw that? Uh, you know, there's there's new there's new news uh, in the category of the Nephilim. Did you see that? No. The uh, Department of Justice has seized that Gilgamesh tablet from Hobby Lobby. I know. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I, I stop. You're going. <laughs> sorry, guys. I don't want to. You're going to get our cloud servers shut down <laughs> that are independent from everybody. They're going to get bombed all of a sudden. We had to get away from Amazon to begin with. Now we got to worry about Gilgamesh coming back right. to life and destroying everything. No, I hadn't. I hadn't heard that, but that, that's fantastic. I wonder if it's up for auction yet. You want to get a Kickstarter going? We're going to raise some money for to, to buy it for Tripod. Doj's not going to sell it. 
Sure they will. The government will sell anything for a no, no, price. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, you thought what they did oh, with the last one? Do you think it's a, a weapon? Is that it? You think? You think? You know, it's, the- it's 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 really not important what I think it is. Oh, what obviously. Is- <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> My legal representation, by the way, yeah, of course, yeah, <laughs> all the acquired legal. This, this is the legal it's team of like legal team like of tripod right here. Did. Shut the shut the f up. Shut the. F it's up. <laughs> That's right. <Five laughs> brothers at law. Yeah, remember the script. Yeah, remember the script. Jay is now our our financial and legal department at tripod. Uh, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, the, the, you guys are screwed. <laughs> It's like okay, I resign then because <laughs> this ship is going down, my friends. Well, I'll tell you, you guys are getting tacos and pesos, <laughs> tacos and pesos. That's gonna be our new currency on the uh, tripod on the tripod website. Don't donate, don't donate bitcoins. No, no, please. We want tacos and pesos. <laughs> it's already more has longer stability than the U.S. dollar. Uh, that's very true. You can trade taco True. for anything nowadays. Um, but yeah, Gilgamesh tablet is now being being seized from Hobby Lobby. Mm. You think they're going to use uh-huh. it to power a, a sub or something? Instead of nuclear power, they're going to do Gilgamesh power? No, man. They're probably going to, I don't know, toss it into CERN and try and make Gilgamesh come alive. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Too far. Dude, Too far. You're pushing the envelope. So this is a work of satire. Hey, Addison, give me a dick joke right quick. Let's break this up. We need we need more dick jokes yeah, exactly, and less yeah. serious stuff. What does what does Dwight say when they walk into that one presentation? So, so and what, what does he say? Uh, she's like, "Wow, I've never seen a penis that big." He's like, That's why I took you to the penis museum. <laughs> so they were in Tallahassee or whatever. You know, they had to come up with something to say. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Well, no, it was it was when it was when they were going into it was when Dwight and Jim were going up against Danny Cordray. Oh yes, because uh, he was coming around the corner and he was trying to intimidate him or whatever. And so, so it's such a brilliant thing because if he had only said the first part, it would have succeeded. And but it just made him look like an idiot in front it. of the guy. Yeah, yeah. I always forget about Timothy Olyphant being in the office for those three or four episodes, and he's so yeah. good. Playing Danny. He really is. Yeah, he really is. Um, I like the Danny Cordray story arc. I do. It was very good. Him, him, and him and Pam and having their whole deal about did they go on how many yeah. dates or whatever. And Jim right. being they had very to introduce Pam as a whore. <laughs> I mean, they weren't wrong. I mean, come on. You know, we don't have to get into how awful of a person Pam is. Pam Beasley is the worst person that's ever been on TV ever. She's a, she you is a horrible person. She can't get another job. They just let her go. I'm serious. I mean, think about it. She was with Roy, okay? Uh-huh. And then she bounced to Jim. Uh-huh. And before Jim, she was with Danny. And then uh-huh. when Jim was working two jobs and driving to Philadelphia off and on, trying to get his dream off the ground, she's banging the sound guy. Right. She's a total whore. Yep. She she is not a good person. Pam Beasley is the worst person that's ever been on TV, and I mean the character. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You've seen Breaking Bad, right? Oh, talking about his wife. 
Skyler. Yeah, that's a close second, my man. I think what's worse than him, worse, what's worse than her though. I think what's worse than her. He he he. Skyler, his son. What's, Who? What's his name? What's his son's name? Not Walt Junior. What, oh. what do you want to be called? Flynn. Oh yeah yeah yeah. What a bitch. Flynn. <laughs> Go drag your leg somewhere Fuck, else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was wrong. Dude, I basically forgot he was in the show. Even Jay like, shook his head like that's too far, man. You went way too far with that. We're not going to do that. <laughs> um, no, Pam Beasley, the character. I mean, if Jenna Fisher wants to come on the show, she's welcome to. But I'm going to need her to she do it. Is. She's from St. Louis. If I ever run into her, I'm going to ask her to be on my oh, show. Please do that. <laughs> you can have her. I'll take Creed. How about that? <laughs> that going to be okay. <laughs> Oh, can't we swap? No. Fuck, fuck Jenna Fisher. <laughs> hey, Phyllis is Damn from up there, too. Rain, you know, Phyllis used to be a cheerleader for the Cardinals. Cool. When, when the St. Louis Cardinals was a football team, when it, the St. Louis football team was the Cardinals also, uh, Phyllis, right. Phyllis was a cheerleader for him. Oh, no shit. She used, she used to be a burlesque dancer, dude. Wow. Yeah. Imagine that. Well, no. throw, your weight, throw your weight around all that. <laughs> <laughs> too far how dare you sir no no he's fat he can make fat jokes <laughs> it's self-deprecating humor you know, it's okay it's 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 like the n-word among black people right it's just like okay you you know we're we're good you know you same okay we got it you know it's just like jay making fat jokes like he okay there, there's a bridge there we will never understand it hango because of all of our privilege yeah, that's it. <laughs> this privilege that I, I'm trying to lose oh, right now. Oh my! Right, God. exactly. When when does my privilege check get here? By the way, is it? Do I have to? Oh, I mean, being retarded is always a privilege. Check I mean, so checking your pants. There's your privilege. <laughs> that's, that's not a whole lot of privilege. Come on. My my wife would corroborate <laughs> that story. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Hango Show, which I didn't even introduce tonight. Apparently, I totally forgot about it. Uh, be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com to check out all the shows we have on the network. Also, go by ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, and use the promo code HANGO to save 15% on some premium CBD. Also, be sure to go by mydelta8.com. Uh, if you need some more information about these offers, look down in the show notes. You can also see our Amazon link where you can click through, send a little money our way to help us along the way. Tinker, J. Addison, I love all y'all so much. Uh, Thank y'all for coming on tonight. I love all y'all out there listening. Have a good one. We'll see you next time.